what is social ontology? Why is it important, right? Um, the this chapter is a direct follow on from that, right? Where it's really picking up on some of these threads around human nature. You know, in the the last chapter, we you know there's a lot of critique of um, uh, kind of a, a humanist approach to critiques of capitalism that it somehow dispossesses us or disconnects us from some you know inherent essence of what it means to be human right and instead of building a social ontology on these kind of individualistic um, building blocks or on this like very idealist and essentialist view um, you know instead the the argument is that we need a social ontology that is based on social relations as the the kind of the core feature of it right in this chapter we're you know uh, Mal wants to take us further into like actually really questioning like human nature, right? Is is there something? Is there something there? Is there a human nature um, that is is necessary for understanding these social relations, for understanding um, the the relationship between human and nature, right? Not just human nature in terms of a, a kind of an essence uh, within us, right? But human nature also in the kind of hyphenated way as like a, as a relation, a relationship between people and, na- and the natural world. And a lot of this is based on thinking about these these things of you know these ideas of metabolism and need. You know, again, it's it's always good to remember that mute compulsion, economic power, these concepts are fundamentally about social reproduction, right? They are about the ways in which capitalism and the logics of capital as a social logic dominates reorders, subsumes the processes of social reproduction into itself, you know, and then that becomes a, a conduit for, uh, for exerting e- economic power over people, for forcing people to live in, with, and through market relationships. And so, you know, uh, you know to really understand in a more philosophical sense, like how this power, where this power comes from, how it can exist and how it is exercised. You know, Mao, Mao's taking us into these more heady questions of social ontology. And here, I think, you know, these questions of human nature are also really important. And I think there's a lot of really bad ways to talk about human nature. Mao has critiqued them. We've critiqued them, you know, but I think, Mal, Mal, by the end of this chapter, I think actually takes us in some really interesting directions with his his discussion and his analysis of of human nature. Um, and you know, I, I don't want to spoil the the ending because the the art the chapter is very much a, a kind of journey. The argument happens as a journey. So we'll, I think, you know, we'll we'll start at the beginning um, rather, and and we'll get to the very interesting turn he makes at the at the end in due time. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think as well, like you know, it starts with the 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 chapter starts with this epigraph from Foucault. You know, there are some very interesting things about the body in Marx's writing. And I, I think it's a really interesting epigraph as well. And this is something that Mao gets to where like, you know, this chapter is also about the 
human corporeal organization. It is about the body, right? And the organization and a kind of philosophy of the body. And I think that's really interesting as well because it's like a really direct the materialism, you know, and, and this is something that Mal talks about and we'll get into as well that like, there's actually not been a lot of, uh, acknowledgement paid or attention paid to Marx's own writing about the body and about a kind of philosophy or theory of the body. Um, and, and, but I think that that is a, a kind of a weird oversight when we're talking about make you know a a materialist um, theory, a materialist philosophy uh, of society of social relations, um, when we're also talking about the fact that uh, these kind of ideas of metabolism um, play so heavily into Marx's uh, you know Marx's thinking, and so it makes sense that we uh, you know we would have a, a kind of we would need to pay attention to the body itself as as a, as an object of, of of theorization, and that's very much what Mao's trying to do in this chapter. Mm-hmm.